friends, it's Haley Hines, aka Bird, and you are tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's give them the bird. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and GTB listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash give them the bird. You've maybe heard of BetterHelp. It's customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You all know I'm a huge advocate for therapy, and I'm lucky to have a long-standing therapist who I meet with regularly, but that was not always the case. I remember before having decent insurance that I had to stop going to therapy because it was so costly out of pocket. Luckily, BetterHelp is way more affordable than what I was paying. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There are a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally depending upon where you are located. So if you're looking into affordable therapy options and are open to online, check out betterhelp.com slash give them the bird for 10% off your first month of therapy. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash give them the bird. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of GTB. I'm Haley, aka Bird, and I am so pumped to have you here. If you are a regular listener and follower, you probably know that I skipped last week. Um, I post a new podcast episode every other week, and last week was an on week, but I was feeling off, so I decided to skip it. Um, But before I decided to skip it, I took to Instagram and asked folks what topics they were interested to hear about. And um, I got a handful of DMs from people and it was kind of ironic. They were all saying similar things along the lines of like the importance of quitting things or knowing when you need to quit something or managing expectations, prioritizing, all of that sort of thing. And then I had this moment where I was like, What better way to share the importance of doing those things, you know, quitting and managing expectations, prioritizing, etc., than to lead by example and and actually do it. So that helped me decide to skip an episode of the podcast. Um, I've just been feeling general, um, like, difficulty in creating things, so a block in my creativity typically podcast episode topics and captions on Instagram or just like ideas on Instagram um, of, you know, content topics, they come really easy to me because the stuff that we talk about on the podcast, the stuff that I talk about on Instagram, like it's stuff that I talk about in my everyday life, every, every day, (laughs) everyday life. Yeah. Whether it's like in my own personal journey with body acceptance, intuitive eating, and joyful movement, or it's with the students that I work at in my full-time job, or, you know, just conversations with with friends. Um, This is stuff that I talk about all the time. So for me to have some sort of like creativity or brain block, it just, it does not happen very often. Like this stuff typically comes very natural to me. 
but not lately. It's been a damn struggle. Um, and so when eventually, initially when I decided to skip an episode of the podcast, like I immediately felt good about it. Um, that was last Saturday or I guess two Saturdays ago by the time this episode airs. And I was able to spend the day not being super stressed out. I got to hang out with my dogs. I took my dogs to the vet without worrying about the fact that we had a really long wait time. Um, I was able to clean, order groceries online, just have a normal Saturday, have a normal weekend without feeling like I needed to be doing something or like sitting crunched in the corner of my couch, Googling a bunch of shit, trying to figure out what I was going to write about. So I felt really good about skipping an episode. Um, And then the week started (laughs) and I've spent a little bit of time thinking about like how I wanted to lay out this episode of the podcast because I do want to talk about those things that folks mention because they feel really relevant right now, right? The idea of quitting, the idea of prioritization, managing our expectations, all of that thing, all of those things. Um, But the more I thought about it, I realized that these are literally all things that... um, I'm struggling with right now. (laughs) Like I'm finding that I'm not being very realistic about the expectations that I set for myself. Um, I've had to set some things down, i.e. quit them. And I'm just feeling some intense overwhelm lately. Um, Like had to increase my anxiety meds kind of overwhelm. And I think that a lot of that feeling of overwhelm is coming from feeling like I've just been letting myself down a lot. Um... I've been letting myself down in regards to some of my health habits. Um, I have not been exercising regularly. Since going back to the office, um, I've been trying to get up in the mornings and work out, but like morning workouts just aren't the move for me. It's really difficult, but it's also really stressful to come home and then have to work out and, or, you know, find some sort of movement, eat dinner, take the dogs for a walk, like have time to do stuff for the podcast and everything. So, Mornings are, even though they're not where it's at for me, I feel like I, I need to make that work. Um, but every morning I turn off my alarm in my freaking sleep, though it does wake Tyler up. So it is kind of working, I guess, for one of us. Um, and I guess it's also really frustrating because I know like, okay, my anxiety is increasing. And I know that for me personally, and generally for a lot of people, anxiety, some of the, the symptoms of it or feelings of anxiety can be diminished or you know lessened through movement and exercise and it's like oh my god maybe if I would have been moving more I wouldn't have had to increase you know my medication and all this stuff so just feeling like I'm letting myself down there um when it comes to like GTB stuff I had a workshop I led a ditching the diet mentality workshop a couple weeks ago and I think that I just set the bar way too high in terms of attendance I felt really bummed at the number that um, registered for it and even the number that ended up showing up. I was super pumped, obviously, to see the women that did attend and the women that did register, but it wasn't the number that I had in my head. Um, Not only did I kind of feel like I let myself down with that, but even just the delivery of the workshop, like ditching the diet mentality is this is stuff again that I talk about literally every single day. I've even done that workshop before, just added a few different um, like activities in it. 
And I spent so much time preparing for it. Um, Again, could talk about the shit in my sleep, but I just felt like I let myself down in terms of my delivery. Like I didn't feel as prepared, which I don't understand why. Um, And not only did I let myself down, but I feel like I let down the attendees um, who came. Um, I also had planned to launch a course, like a three to five week course. um, And well, it hasn't launched yet. (laughs) That was supposed to launch in conjunction with the workshop. Like the Monday after the workshop, I was going to launch it. Um, And clearly that didn't happen. That's still in the works. But just feeling really crappy about that as well. Like it's not ready. I'm having so many brain blocks. Um, I don't feel... And when I say it's not ready, it's not like start things before it's ready. It's like the course isn't even, I haven't even started creating it yet. Like I'm just feeling very trapped in terms of that. And and I think a lot of this is just like imposter syndrome is taking over for me right now. And it's causing me to question all the things. Like it's causing me to question things that normally are very easy for me. Um, it's taking over. Um, and I know that these aren't things that only I'm struggling with. Maybe these specific like health habits and the workshop and the course and everything, but these feelings, these feelings of letting ourselves down, of failing, of not living up to specific expectations, um, not sticking to what we said we would do. We we feel these, everybody feels these things at some point in their life. Um, and so I thought, what better than to just talk about that shit today? If I'm being honest, I feel like this feeling goes way back. Um, I have been a self-proclaimed perfectionist for as long as I can remember. It used to be like in tidiness. I remember my room had to be like spotless. Um, I specifically remember one night laying in bed when I was little and like one of my desk drawers was pulled out a little bit it wasn't pushed in all the way but I also have um a strange fear of the dark and so once like the light was off and I was in bed like there was no getting out of bed until the sun was shining um but I just remember like laying there and thinking like I cannot go to bed with that desk drawer pushed out like it's not in its place um it also showed up in terms of grades like when I was much younger I wanted to be the first person that submitted an an assignment like I used to race up to the basket to hand in like those math um what are they called like speed math sheets you know where it's like one plus one two plus two I don't know and then you fill them out I used to race up there um with one of my classmates and still a good friend just that I could hand it in first like my mom literally got talked to my mom and his mom got talked to because We were racing basically to be the first one to hand in this assignment because the first one done was the fastest person at math and they were the smartest blah, 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 blah. So me and this like expectation to be perfect or to be the best, like we go way freaking back. And because of this expectation, if I wasn't the best or if I wasn't doing something perfect, I also have this tendency, this past tendency to quit something, to stop doing it. Because again, I wasn't living up to the expectation that I set for myself, which was an unattainable expectation. One of the prime examples that's popping up in my head right now is, and I think that many of you might be able to relate to it, 
is with fitness programs or workout programs or exercise plans, whatever. I cannot count how many workout programs I have purchased and not finished because if I didn't do one workout, I would say F it all. Like I ruined it. It's not perfect. I can't do it anymore. And I would get so down on myself about that. And I really think that that led to this like internalized feeling of I quit shit. Like I don't follow through with anything. And ironically, I think it was like within the last year, Tyler kind of mentioned something about that, not in a mean way. It was totally like in a joking way. And he didn't know that it's like this internalized belief that I have about myself. But he said something about me like not sticking with a workout program. It was like, imagine that. And little did he know he's like validating this uh, deep internal fear and um, problem that I have with myself. <laughs> so thanks. Great job. <laughs> um, so this idea of feeling like letting myself down or quitting or whatever, I feel like it's been something that, I mean, that's why I have anxiety. That's one of the main reasons why I'm anxious all the time because of that internalized, that internalized fear, like internalized self-doubt. And I think this idea of quitting like aligns so well with managing expectations. I think, you know, we have these we have these expectations for ourselves based off of how we have performed in the past or based on how life has gone in the past or based on how we've done something in the past. And I think those become those expectations become like internalized. They're a part of who we are. And then when we don't live up to those expectations, we feel like we're letting ourselves down or we're letting other people down or we're quitting. But I think a lot of times we forget to take into consideration the fact that life is ever changing. And that just because I was able to live up to this expectation or do this one thing this way one time, it doesn't mean that I'm always going to be able to perform that way. I feel like a downside to setting personal expectations for ourselves is that expectations don't really account for the uncontrollable. They don't really account for things that are outside of our control. When we create an expectation for ourselves or set an expectation for ourselves, it's so common that we forget to consider outside variables that could impact that expectation or impact my performance and my ability to achieve that expectation. We just expect ourselves to be able to do something because we've done it before. Or even worse, we expect ourselves to be able to do something because someone else who we consider ourselves to be similar to has done it. Moms, I feel like I'm talking to you. <laughs> like how common is it to be like, oh, that mom did this one thing, so I'll do this one thing. Like obviously I don't have children, but I think about breastfeeding. There is such an expectation to like try to breastfeed until the baby is close to a year old. But in the past year, I have talked to probably three or four of my friends or like new mom friends who were like, yeah, I tapped out at three months and I was like, fuck it. And I think like I can think about my one friend, one of my best friends really closely. I loved the way that she talked about it because it wasn't like I let my baby down, even though I think that she did experience some of that. It was like, I have to consider what's in my, what's best for me and the struggle and the stress and the turmoil of breastfeeding it's not worth it right now. There are other ways that I can do this that doesn't that don't cause me to feel like shit basically. 
Um, and so I think that's where this whole idea of like managing expectations and allowing yourself to quit something comes into play. And I think something that we can ask ourselves is, you know, before we quit something or even after we quit something and we're reflecting on it because we're maybe feeling like we let ourselves down or let other people down is how was that thing causing me to feel? And did quitting or letting it go or will quitting or letting it go make me feel better? And I think in general, we are so fucking hard on ourselves so hard on ourselves that if you have to quit something for your well-being, if you have to quit something, if you have to let go of something that is causing you mental distress, physical pain, lack of losing sleep, let it go. Let it go. And, you know, we can also look at the other side of things and think, well, what about sticking it out? What if instead of quitting, I do the alternative, I stick with it, try to complete it, etc. You are the only person who can make that decision. You're the only person who can decide what is going to be the best decision for you. You know, I think we all have different thresholds for discomfort, be it mental or physical or emotional discomfort. And what might be a quitting threshold for me It might be tolerable for someone else. So ultimately, you're the only one who can make the decision to let something go or to stick it out. And I think really that the win is not in making the decision either way. You know, it's not winning if you let something go necessarily. And it's not winning if you stick it out necessarily. I think the win is being able to look back and reflect back on your decision and know that at that point in time, that's what felt like the best thing for you to do. You did the best that you could with what you had at the time and being okay with that and also learning from it, whether you realize you could have asked for help or you could have gone about it a different way, whatever it might be. If after the fact you look back and realize you could have stuck something out or you maybe should have let something go, learn from it, but try not to have judgment, try not to beat yourself up about making the best decision for you at that very point in time. And then tying back in the expectation piece of it and managing our expectations, letting go of the expectation to always have that outcome, always make that decision when presented with that same situation in the future, right? You don't always have to do what you always have done or you don't always have to do what you did once or twice, whatever it is. Allowing yourself to manage those expectations around things because you know that even if I am in a very similar situation now that I was in five years ago, life was still much different. There were still so many other variables, many of which were outside of my control. So I can't compare my decision now or expect my decision to be the same now as it maybe was in the past. So when I relate this back to some of those things that I mentioned, I felt like that I've been feeling like I let myself down on or that I quit. You know, when it comes to the exercise, sure, in the past I maybe was able to get up and work out in the morning or uh, maybe I was more regular with fitness. Shit's different now, right? We're like still living with the uncertainty of a pandemic. Um, I am coming off of working from home full time to slowly going back in the office. Um 
my priorities are different. Like there are so many things that have changed to where those might be those might be impacting my ability to get in regular exercise, regular structured exercise. When it comes to, you know, the workshop, yeah, maybe in the past I was able to deliver that workshop and I freaking nailed it. Um, but again, that was at a different time and some things that were different this time around um, were the fact that I was trying to create a course that took my focus away from this workshop and I was trying to balance all of that in addition to balancing planning for a freaking wedding and planning for a return to work and and all these other things. So again, even though I have done that same workshop in the past, there were different things going on in my life that impacted my ability to deliver. Not to mention the fact that I it might just be my perception that I botched the delivery because of where my headspace is at too. So that's another thing we have to consider is just how our perception changes based on you know, the mental state that we're in at the time. Um, I also think just about like general creativity, how it's at, you know, kind of at like a low right now. I have to be able to recognize that I can't expect myself to always be in creative mode. One of my favorite humans ever, Emily Steinis, um, the head hype girl of Bootbod, she talks about different energy states. And while I'm not going to go into that because I'm still remembering and learning which one's which, but there's periods of, you know, high energy where our flow is like we are in flow, we are feeling creative, and then it's normal to switch into different energy states where we need more relaxation. And so I think I'm just going to keep that in mind for myself as well. Like I can't expect, I just keep saying I can't expect myself to always be in this, you know, creative, go, 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 enthusiastic mode. Um, So I think that is how I'm going to be managing my own expectations, reflecting on things that I quit or let go of, i.e. the course. And it's not a for sure let go of for forever, but um, I'm just reflecting and learning from the process of creating it. And maybe when I choose to revisit it, what I might be able to do differently. So all this to say... Give yourself permission to not live up to the expectations that you've lived up to in the past. Give yourself permission to quit. Give yourself permission to stick it out. Give yourself permission to not live up to the same expectations that other people live up to. And sometimes give yourself permission to set higher expectations for yourself. And just know that there are so many factors outside of our control that impact our ability to show up in this world. And it's okay if the way you're showing up today is different than how you maybe showed up yesterday or the day before or a year before or how you might show up in the future as well. I also just want to say thank you to all of you for giving me permission to skip a week, giving me permission and giving me a high five um, and a you know, pat on the back at making the decision to step back and quote unquote quit the podcast last week. Don't worry, we're not quitting. There's more to come. 
But I think that it just reminds me how cool of a community that this really is. Um, there were so many people that reached out, whether it was like commenting on the podcast or on that post or sending me a DM. Um, so I appreciate you all. I'm rooting for you just like you are always rooting for me. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Given the Bird. If you enjoyed this episode and you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to head on over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. I will see you back here in two weeks for another episode, but in the meantime, go give them the bird.